0: It. Who are you?
1: I don't
0: know. It's just so weird on the computer. I'm afraid to like click on anything. Are you guys okay, yeah. Yeah. But we don't really know but what we are. We don't doing. really understand how we are. But we're here. Oh, and we're here on Anchor. Hello. Oh, yes. Hi. Okay. I really wish we knew. There's a comment. There's a comment, and we <laughs> can't see that.
1: Oh, oh hey. Hey. GG Boogey.
0: Okay. You're somebody. It's so weird on the laptop. It's very it's weird. very different. I lost my notes. <laughs> oh. We're a little bit of a shit show. I mean, that's just to be expected, I feel. I think so. I actually, um, I was looking at, like, home decor on Shein, because it's, like, super hella cheap. Yeah. And um, they have this tapestry that says, welcome to the shit show. Can we have that and for our backdrop? Like, I think we need
1: that <laughs> totally for our do. backdrop. do. Totally do. Yay. Okay. Oh, look, our timer's working now,
0: too. Oh, good. Okay, so we're here, and Snooch is watching us. Hi, Snooch. Yay. And you're on anchor. Okay. I am on anchor.
1: Okay. So we have
0: audio and video. <laughs> it's been a minute. It has. It's been a minute. We too, took this too summer off because you Moving. got a new place. I got a new place. Which I got a new job. Super adorable. Yeah, we're in a house. new place. And you're going to see Slam behind us. She's Say playing. hi, Slam. She's putting together a couch. That's why we're sitting on the floor. I'm
1: building things.
0: <laughs> She's building things. But this is the new house. It's awesome. Yeah. I'm very happy. And for hopefully you guys. when our live is done, we'll have a couch to sit on to do <laughs> next week's episode. Yeah. So, um, do you want to tell them what we're talking about tonight?
1: Oh, okay, sure. So this has been discussed in, like, a previous episode that Fluff did with Slam about cults. Yeah. Um, we didn't really delve deep into any of it, but our case tonight is going to be Charles Manson.
0: Charles Manson. Yes. Oh, these, these are my notes for next week. I better get Charlie up. Okay. Get here. Charlie up. Here he is. Charlie's ready. Okay. Right. So, should we wait a minute, or? What's? I don't know. Do we have what? a question? Oh, do we have a we question, We should have thought of a question. We should have thought of a question. You love us. Um, I'm wearing my Jeffrey Dahmer glasses. I see that. And I, I listened to,
1: wow, what's, I was listening to a 2000s playlist on my way here. That's my hype music for right. our podcast. That 90s makes, or 2000s. That makes total sense. And I sense. think it was the Kesha song. Yeah. Where, and is, is that, no, not Kesha. Okay. Katy Perry. Okay.
0: In the Dark Horse. I and love he, that one.
1: he says something about Eat Your Heart Out, like Jeffrey Dahmer. Yes. That was playing on my way here.
0: So. I can see why you think that was Kesha though. That makes sense.
1: For a second, I did.
0: So there's some there's some happenings in the true crime world though. That um that YouTuber's missing. Have it, you it, been following that? Yeah. No,
1: I I mean I read it, but I'm gonna chime in on yours before you get into it because local shit happened today. The Moser thing. Mo- yes,
0: I saw that. It's literally like
1: a second away from where I grew up. Since yeah. I was four, my mom lived there. Since I was four.
0: Yep. Yeah, so the, there was a homicide close by, um, in Mozart. Wild. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I know no details about I it. I read the female. I read one article, and it said that the Wheeling police was called to sus- a suspicious phone call. Someone was sus. And when they got to the house, they went into the house, and there was a female that was dead. They saw somebody running away from the house. So And then they said they have somebody in In custody custody. they chased suspect. I
1: think they chased him for like 45 minutes. Oh, shit. And Callie actually said she was listening on the scanner and heard them, like, chasing the guy. And I'm like, that's
0: scary. That is scary. And she was like, I didn't know it was because of a murder. I just thought somebody was just getting wild. I heard that the person that they took into custody, they put in the hospital. So I'm wondering if it was some kind of domestic dispute I don't know I'm sure I'm like we'll, why would they take him to the hospital n- yeah that's unless he just got like messed up when they were chasing well him, hopefully she know. fought like hell and, or that, and messed him up yeah so I anyway anyway yeah yeah that's some local stuff happening and that, the the youtube the youtuber right that I read some
1: of it but I didn't go like on a deep dive but
0: I, I haven't gone on a deep dive yet but I've been seeing articles everywhere about it her name was Gabby and I can't say yes. her last name I want to say it's like Polito or, or something with a p um, but yeah, I don't know all the details, but she was driving cross country with her boyfriend. I, I think they're going somewhere, somewhere. Yeah. Like maybe a concert or a mu- I don't know, something like that. And it was out West and they're in a van and he came home in the van without in her. in the
1: van without her. And it was her van.
0: And as soon as police were like, okay, so like, where is she? He lawyered up. up. So I'm like, well, that's, he did something. It. Yeah.
1: <laughs> something. Well, and then another article I read. Or maybe it was a post or something. They were at a bar. And there was a couple at the bar that was murdered. Like that. And
0: they were at the same bar with that. That's crazy. And like, okay. So like if he didn't do it though. Why, why wouldn't you come home and be like. Something happened. Or, or call as soon as you like? I can't find her. Yeah. Like we went to this place. She didn't come back. Like I, I. It just. The whole thing is suspicious. So we'll be following that the closely. The fiance
1: dude is now missing too.
0: What? Shit's getting deep. That's crazy.
1: So, wait, like, because the one thing I read said they were engaged. Like, one of her friends said yeah, they yeah. were engaged. And then I they decided that. to go back to just being boyfriend and girlfriend. Hmm. So, like, is that, like, the guy that came home in the van missing now?
0: That's is that, crazy if that's the that case. That makes it even more weird. I wonder if... I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to speculate. I don't
1: either. And I don't
0: know too much about it to, like, really do it. We'll, we'll maybe have to cover that after developments come out in the next couple of months because something something's, something's suspicious very has happened so should we dive right in sure okay
1: i am reading from my laptop so i'm gonna probably not be actually fully like looking so sorry about that i don't have this memorized because shit's wild um and some of it i didn't go like in depth detail with because there was about a f- few year span where he was just in and out of trouble doing yeah going on getting like probation or parole and then like doing something to violate his parole and then getting back put into one institution yes and then them determining him like after seeing a psychiatrist they would move him somewhere else like he just was everywhere Mm -hmm. so but we'll start at the beginning so charles manson he was born on november 12th 1934 to 16 year old alcoholic sex worker kathleen maddox his biological father um, abandoned her before the baby was even born. And one of the articles I read, it said that he pretended to be like a soldier and she thought he was, and that he was like leaving to go to war uh-huh. and she soon like realized he just was never coming back. Wow. That's so Um, and actually when he was born, he didn't have a name at first.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like That's no crazy. name. No name Maddox was what he was called. Um, but within weeks he, uh, was called Charles Miles Manson. Um, in August of 1934, shortly before Charles was born, his mother married William Eugene Manson, a laborer or at a dry cleaning business. So that's where Charles got his last name okay. from. Um, Kathleen didn't seem like the best mother out there. No. Um, she <laughs> not at all. <laughs> uh, she often went on drinking sprees with her brother, Luther, leaving Charles with multiple different babysitters. Like it didn't really seem that she cared what he was doing or where, who he yeah. was with um the marriage only lasted three years and they divorced in 1937 after a william alleged gross neglect of duty
0: wait so what year was um charles born i'm sorry 1934 that just seems like i don't know it's crazy it seems like a a, long very very long time ago and then he died in what 2017
1: yeah that wasn't even that that wasn't that long ago but that was like
0: yesterday but yeah
1: It seems like it. It does. In 1939, Kathleen and her brother were arrested for assault and robbery and sentenced to five to ten years imprisonment. And I remember listening to a podcast, and I don't remember what it was. But, like, Kathleen would sometimes take him with her to a bar. Yeah. When he was a baby and, like, trade him for beers. Yeah. Trade the baby?
0: Yeah, trade the baby for beers. beers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, I took my kids
1: to bars, but... They just went. They didn't get traded for anything. Um... Charles was then placed in the home of an aunt and uncle who actually live in McMechen, West Virginia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Funny fact, I went to school with a girl named Brittany who dated a guy who lives in that house. He still lives there. His parents, <gasps> it's a duplex. His parents live Nick on the bottom and he lives on the top.
0: My right? friend Nick is related
1: to him. Yeah. Huh. Like I've been in that house multiple multiple times. That's crazy. Um I even put it in my notes. I know the people who live in that house. (laughs) Um, Kathleen was released from prison in 1942. And Charles would later say that her first weeks home were some of the happiest times of his life. Aww. I know. But I don't really think it lasted very long, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, They bounced around a lot. And this was one of the other things where I didn't want to, like, put... Because I would have been writing forever, because they were, like, so many different places. They never had, like, a stable environment or upbringing, like, for him at all. Um, So she... And she got in trouble for, like, petty crimes, theft, and things where they were. But she always escaped being, like, convicted and imprisoned again, somehow.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, Because there was one thing, I, I think it was a theft, and it said she was not actually convicted of it, but... Um, and actually, whoa, Nelly, whoa. we went—we at the bottom now. We were at. Hold up, sorry, <laughs> I scrolled a little too fast. Can't that was read. A little the,
0: aggressive. Can't read
1: that quick. <laughs> um, uh, in an interview with Diane Sawyer in his later life, he said that when he was nine, he set his school on fire. So clearly. He, I mean, we know he didn't have a very good upbringing anyways. not saying that that always makes these things happen, but at nine years old, like, you're already on that, like, mentality that you want to set shit on fire. Yeah. Doesn't seem like a good setup for your life. Yeah. Um, he would go on to get in trouble for small things like truancy and petty theft. In 1947, Charles was placed in the Gibralt School for Boys in Indiana. Um, it was a school for male delinquents run by Catholic priests. So the punishments and things that they did for, like, misbehaving were, like, really severe at that school. Like, rangy, like severe beatings with wooden paddles. Sometimes they would use leather straps. Um, Charles went, ran away on multiple occasions. He would sleep in the woods or under bridges, kind of just wherever he could find shelter. Um, he even fled and returned to McMacken at one point, and he spent the Christmas there. Aww. Then his mother took him back. So See, this is, like,
0: <clears> one <throat> of those cases where, like, Yes, Charles Manson was a monster later in life, yeah. but, like, you feel bad for the child Charles Manson. Yes. You know? And
1: there's so many cases, even on Morbid, they say it all the time, like, mm-hmm. they feel bad for him when they're children, yeah. but that doesn't justify anything, but, like, what yeah. they do when they definitely grow up. definitely not
0: justifying no, anything but he did, but I do feel bad, bad for, for the upbringing. Me too. Because nobody deserves that. No, not at all. And it's definitely, mm-hmm. like, an interesting, like, nature versus nurture. Like, were these people made into to, the monsters? Exactly. Or... Were they always a monster? Like, it's just, like, a really interesting thing to think about. If their, if their
1: upbringing and, like, kind of, like, made them be the way that they were. right? Yeah. Um, he only lasted ten months when she took him back before he ran away again. Oh. This time, um, to Indianapolis, where he committed his first real crime, robbing a grocery store. At first, he only robbed places as a means for money to buy food and, mm-hmm. like, to find places to stay. Um... And even at one point, he tried to, like, earn an honest living getting a job delivering messages for Western Union. But it didn't last very long. Um, he soon started supplementing his income through petty theft. So he, he always went back to it, even yeah. if he tried to get away from it. Um, he was eventually caught in 1949, and the judge sent him to Boys Town, a juvenile facility in Omaha, Nebraska. After only four days, he and another student, Blackie Nielsen, somehow got a gun. Like, how do he just get a gun? Okay. And stole a car. They then used the gun to commit two armed robberies on their way to Nielsen's uncle's house, who was also known, and in the thing I read it said, um, a professional thief. So, like, he, he knew what he was doing. Well... He got away with a lot of shit, mm-hmm. um, and he let them kind of like work under him. I don't know if that would be what you would like call apprentices. it. Apprentices. <laughs> they were an apprentice thief was apprentices. Or like an internship. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll let you know if you get a job in like two to four weeks.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. The pair was eventually caught and sent to the Indiana Boys School. Um, while at this school, other students allegedly raped and beat Manson with the encouragement from staff members, which
0: is just like so the another thickest, thing, saddest thing ever. That he didn't deserve to have happen right. to him as a child. As a child, yes.
1: Um, Manson ran away from this school 18 times before finally in 1951 he escaped with two other boys. Uh, they robbed gas stations to fund their travel attempts to California in cars that they had stolen. They were arrested in Utah, though, so they didn't make it there. Um, he was sent yet again to another boys' school. This one was in Washington, D.C. Um, on a psychiatrist. Words are hard. Mm -hmm. Psychiatrist's recommendation, he was transferred to a minimum security institution in October of 1951. His aunt visited him and told him or told the admins that he could come live with her and she would help him find work. So he had a parole hearing set for February to discuss like this matter. Mm -hmm. In January, he was caught raping a boy at knife point and then was transferred to the federal reformatory in Petersburg, Virginia. Um it says he committed multiple other serious sexual offenses which resulted in him being transferred yet again this time to a maximum security reformatory in Ohio. Um good behavior led to an early release in 1954 um to live with his aunt and uncle in Micmacan. In January of 1955, Manson married a hospital waitress named Rosalie Jean Willis. Some of these names that one wasn't hard but later on some of these names are like hard mm-hmm. to pronounce. Um, Manson was yet again arrested for taking a stolen car across state lines, which is a federal offense, mm-hmm. um, with his wife who was actually pregnant at the time. That's good. Yeah. So, I mean, you had a shitty upbringing. So now you get your wife pregnant and you are already subjecting your child. That's not even born yet to your shenanigans.
0: Yeah. Um, it's like a cycle that can't be. Broken. Yeah.
1: Um, after a psychiatric evaluation, he was sentenced to five years probation, but he failed to appear in uh, LA for a similar case or a similar crime. I'm sorry that he had committed in Florida, which resulted in his probation being revoked and him being sentenced to three years imprisonment imprisonment at Terminal Island, um, in San Pedro, California. While in prison, Rosalie gave him—I <laughs> spelled her name so wrong—gave <laughs> birth to a son that she named Charles Manson Jr. Um, during his first year in prison, his, she would visit along with his mother. Um, quite often. They were actually living together in Los Angeles. But the visits kind of like from Rosalie kind of stopped and when he questioned his mom, she informed him that she was living with another man. Mm. Um, Here we go. Like he gets so close to like not getting away with anything, but like getting out mm-hmm. and then gets right back in trouble. Like two weeks before his scheduled parole hearing, he attempted to steal a car and escape. So he was given five years probation and his parole was denied.
0: You almost have to think if he's like like a self-saboteur yeah like
1: i feel like he maybe feels better when he is institutional yeah institutionalized or incarcerated like like he doesn't
0: know how to live on the
1: outside exactly
0: and i mean he's been in and out in and out his whole life
1: yeah and so i mean that kind of becomes the only life you know how to live
0: and like when you're inside like you know that's a set schedule you're getting meals you know when to sleep you know when to wake up you know when to go to work like on the outside you're on your own like nobody's telling you all of that stuff so a lot of people like can't adjust to that so maybe that was just something that he never handled well i mean obviously didn't handle well (laughs) (laughs) not at all um
1: in 1958 rosalie filed for uh, the divorce um over the next 11 years charles was in and out of trouble for a multitude of different things um attempting to cash a forged u.s treasury check that he then said he found in a mailbox um taking a sex worker that he actually coerced into marrying him and another woman to Mexico um, for the purposes of prostitution. So by the time he was officially released from Terminal Island, uh, which he had been sent to yet again, Mm because he's already been there once, he had spent 32 years in prisons and other institutions.
0: That's insane. So like
1: we were just saying, like, that's majority, like, what what did I say? What year was that? So Mm -hmm. like around 1958, Mm -hmm. and he was born in 34. Like, that's... Most of...
0: So he's like 38 years old yeah. now. then so, 32 of those years, he's been in And in, in, in,
1: in trouble or some form of something. Yeah. Um, So less than a month after his release, he moved to Berkeley from Los Angeles, ending up in Haight-Ashbury. Um, at the time, Manson began preaching his own philosophy based on a book he had read, Stranger in a Strange Land, the Bible, Scientology... Dale Carnegie and the Beatles, which we know the Beatles had a big influence mm-hmm. on. <clears throat> and I read an article, I think it was Paul McCartney, like said what the lyrics to the song Helter Skelter actually like symbolized and what they meant. And I'm like, well, how did he get that out of like, did he just, oh, this is what it means to me, which music can mean different things to different people. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to lyrics, I don't know. I'm like, you just took it on a whole side Level that it wasn't.
0: I have a feeling it's the drugs. <laughs> <laughs> it's all the LSD. Yeah, <laughs> it,
1: it makes you like hear colors and see sounds.
0: Yeah,
1: I, I had to make sure I was saying that yeah. right.
0: Think,
1: <laughs> yeah, you said it right. Good. Um, do, 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 do. um, it was during this time that Manson attracted the first of the followers that would become later become known as the Manson Family. Um, Mary Brunner. Um, Wait, that got fucked up somehow. <laughs> <laughs> she, she was one of the first, but mm-hmm. she was a librarian at uh, UC Berkeley. Manson talked her into letting him sleep at her house for a few nights, the arrangement that, like, qu- quickly became permanent. But he was really good at manipulating people. Mm-hmm.
0: So He was charming.
1: He was, yeah. Um, he then met Lynette Fromm, which later she gets the nickname Squeaky. Mm-hmm. Um, she was a runaway teen, and con- uh, he convinced her to live with him Um, and Brunner, he target, he would target individuals that he could easily manipulate. So people who were emotionally insecure, Mm -hmm. um, considered to be outcasts, um, he made them feel welcome, like they had a place. So it was easier for him to talk them into doing what he wanted them to do.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, he would attempt to, I read this too, um, like reprogram their minds so that they would like submit completely to what he wanted. Mm -hmm. Um, he also, I mean, helped them do that by giving them LSD. Yeah. And, um, they also unconventional sex practices, which I'm, I didn't go in depth in that cause (laughs) wild shit be happening probably, (laughs) which I mean, I'm not kink shaming, but, (laughs) um, he would encourage his followers to take LSD, but he would dose himself lower than them so he could still be in control of the Mm -hmm. situation. Uh, by 1968 Manson had attracted close to 20 followers the core members of the family would eventually include Charles Tex Watson a musician and former actor Bobby and I do not know how to say his name
0: yeah he comes up later in my section too can we just
1: call him Bobby yes let's just call I'm him sorry Bobby. Bobby I don't know how to say your last name No, don't name. be
0: sorry to Bobby no
1: Bobby's a bad Bobby man. is a bad man <laughs> Bobby is a bad man okay I'm not sorry Bobby I'll butcher it's your last name. sort of... Goosey it's old... I don't know. Some Italian it last name. It sounds like spaghetti sauce. I'm just it saying. It does. It sounds like a noodle. <laughs> it sounds like <laughs> a noodle. Okay, what's will No, I'm kidding. We're not going to call him noodle. Okay, he was a former musician and porn actor. Mary Brunner, which we said was a librarian. Susan Atkins. Linda kasabian kasabian Mm -hmm. i was i was sounding it out patricia (laughs) Grenwinkle and leslie van Houten. and then i she wasn't included at the beginning but i found her in a later article which her diane lake Mm -hmm. um she actually never took like helped in any of like the murder situations or schemes or any of that Mm -hmm. but i found this was weird so i added it um she did later become a major witness though during manson's prosecution she was only 14 at the time oh my goodness and her parents openly allowed her to begin a sexual relationship with manson
0: i feel like maybe i had her in my notes later on but i don't know where it is right now so um like
1: he would travel through california approaching young women presenting himself as a religious figure and urging them to surrender their identity Mm -hmm. like but okay i don't know i don't like that Mm in 1967 him and the family moved to la in Hollywood, Manson began his work in the music industry, meeting music producers and actors. None of them as valuable as the connection he made with Dennis Wilson of the Beach Boys. Yeah, which, like, still blows my I mind. I know. Because,
0: like, like, you, like that listen just... to the Beach Boys music, and it's, like, so wholesome. It is. And the Beach Boys are not wholesome. <laughs> not, <laughs> not, not at all. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. They actually
1: met, met while two of his female cult members were hitchhiking. Mm-hmm. So I'm feel, I feel like he, like, picked them up. Mm-hmm. But for what? Um, Shady biz mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Wilson also introduced him to Terry Melcher Who was actually the son of Doris Day mm-hmm. Throughout 1968 Manson manipulated his way Into living in his house On Sunset Boulevard um, And he actually lent Man- Manson hundreds of thousands Of dollars to help him record An album for in exchange for Sexual favors from the female members Of the family yeah. Gross Disgusting <laughs> Um, Wilson's manager finally ended up evicting them in August of 1968. Um, they ended up at the Spawn Movie Ranch, which was a popular site for filming westerns. Um, once again, Manson trading sexual favors of the female followers to the ranch owners in exchange for free room and board. So he's doing nothing and getting yeah. everything.
0: Yeah. Already. Like, <laughs> yeah. He he especially liked the pimp out Squeaky because the ranch owner was like this really old nasty man. And Lynette would do really gross, gross things, things with the old man.
1: hmm Fun fact. <laughs> fun, fun fact. Fun fact for you. Um, Wilson still tried to promote Manson's music and even convinced the Beach Boys to record one of his songs, um, which was originally titled Cease to Exist and later renamed, um, Love, no. Back mm. up. Rewind. Never learn Not to Love. Um, Manson and Wilson had ended up with, like, a pretty tumultuous relationship. They had a falling out. Um, and they actually completely changed the song. Mm-hmm. Like, Manson's bluesy music influence was swapped out for the Beach Boys, more poppy sound. Mm-hmm. And Manson was denied any songwriting credit. Yep. So. Pissed. Oh, pissed yeah. He threatened to kill him. He was like, I will kill you. He was mad. He was very, very mad. Um, by the summer of 1969, it was clear that Manson's Hollywood dreams of stardom were over. Threats combined with his general lack of talent, his violent temper, his racism, and tendency to rant about an upcoming race war he was sure was going to happen, shied Melcher away from helping Manson with his musical career. Um, It was actually uh, Doris Day who became alarmed originally with the friendship that her son had formed with Manson um, and convinced Melcher to move out of his CeeLo Drive house in January of 1969. Um, in June, Melcher finally told Manson he wouldn't be signing him to a record deal. Manson knew Melcher had moved out of the house and it was now being rented by filmmaker Roman Polanski and his wife, Sharon Tate. We will touch more on Sharon Tate with you. Yes. But I will continue. Um, here we go with Bobby again. Bobby B. Wilden. Bobby. Oh, Bobby. Spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> in 1969, it was just a few weeks uh, before, actually, the infamous Manson murders. Mm-hmm. Manson ordered his follower, Bobby. <laughs> I really want to try to say it, but I just can't. Boo, boo-, boo- d- You want me to look at it?
0: Yeah, look at it. Come look at this. Slam Bo look that up. <laughs> Slam, look that up. <laughs> I, I want to. I haven't Bo said so that before. Right. Bo Salil? Bo Salil. yeah. Okay, look, That's we what figured what out say.
1: Bobby Bo Salil. There you go. Mm-hmm. Still sounds like a noodle. Um, <laughs> <laughs> to kill his friend, Gary Hinman. Uh, this propelled the family into a point of no return. Like, they were, it was, it was done. Yep. From them. Um, Gary Hinman was a 34-year-old talented musician who friends say was a kind-hearted man who, uh, had sort of, like, an open-door policy with his friends. Like, you can come stay when, like, if they had nowhere else to go, he wouldn't give them a time limit on how long they could be there. Like, you're here till you find something better. Mm-hmm. Which, to me, it seems like a good friend. Yeah. As long as they don't overstay, they're welcome. Like, yeah. I'm sure that got to a point where he's like, yeah, you gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> um... Uh, he played at the Carnegie Hall, and that is actually where he befriended Manson. Um, his friends say he just got in with the wrong crowd, and ultimately it was his undoing as well. Mm-hmm. Um, they actually lived at the Topanga Canyon home during the summer while Manson established more of his cult following. Um, from the ranch, Manson preached his vision of the future known as Helter Skelter. I am want to make sure this is still recording. Yeah, we're good. Yeah. Um manson interpreted the lyrics to the beatles song titled helter skelter from the 1968 white album as like a sign for him to start a race war or that it was going to happen and to be prepared for it um manson believed the tensions between the blacks and whites in the 60s would erupt into a race war that would end in the death of nearly all the white population manson and his followers would climb in a secret hole I always want, like, a hidey hole.
0: Yeah, a hidey hole. <laughs>
1: to an underground city. Upon the war's end, the group would emerge and be victorious over the blacks. The night before Manson decided to instigate the race war, that would end the world as they knew it. That Bobby guy. <laughs> <laughs> that Bobby guy. <laughs> that Bobby guy. <laughs> Allegedly purchased a thousand tabs of mescaline from Hin- the Hin- from Henman, Gary Henman. Um, he then sold those tabs to customers who ended up coming back to Bobby guy. And saying, hey, this, I mean, I don't know if, like, they didn't get high, whatever the reason, they weren't happy with it. And so he, they wanted their money back. So, supposedly he went to Hinman to get the money back. Mm-hmm. He said he never intended to kill him. Mm-hmm. Okay, nice mm-hmm. nice story, Bobby yep. Noodle. Bobby Noodle. <laughs> Bobby Noodle, that's his name now. <laughs> <laughs> um, along with the money, supposedly for the bad drugs, Manson was under the impression that Gary was sitting on, like, $20,000 worth of inherited money. And that he had invested money into his house and cars. So Manson ordered Bobby Noodle.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I can't even take it seriously anymore. I can't
1: either. (laughs) (laughs) To go to Hinman's to scare him out of his money. So Bobby, along with Mary Brunner and Susan Adkins, who were rumored to have had sex with Gary in the past, Mm. went to Hinman's Mm. residence, um, as Manson told them to. Again, Manson did nothing and got everything. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, Upon asking for the money, they were told he didn't have any. And, in fact, he wasn't even the owner of his house and cars. Frustrated, (laughs) every time I see his last name now, I think (laughs) Bobby Noodle. Bobby roughed him up, thinking he was lying. It was at that point that um, he called for backup. So, next day, Charles himself goes with Bobby Noodle and the girls back to Gary's. Mm -hmm. And also along with Bruce Davis, which was another family member mm-hmm. once Manson found out there was no money he drew out a samurai sword that he brought with him like you just like you just have, have a sword. samurai sword bringing a samurai sword with me and sliced Hinman's ear and cheek Manson told Bobby he did it to show him how to be a man um Manson and Davis then left and one of Hinman's cars had just fucking jacked his car but how'd they get there oh they all went together that's right there <laughs> <Durr. laughs> but he left them he left the girls mm-hmm. and Bobby there and oh wait, page down. Um, I guess they did said they did the best they could to like clean him up, um, even using dental floss to stitch up his wounds. Mm. Which I'm hoping they didn't have like mint flavor. I dental was just floss saying, back that then. <laughs> I know. That's Damn. the first thing I thought of. Like pour some shit in your yeah. No, thank you. Hello, <coughs> motorcycle. Well, that was probably loud. Yeah, sorry. Um, and Hinman yeah. <laughs> kept insisting he didn't believe in violence and just wanted everyone to leave his home like i don't have anything you want i don't have the money like just leave um even though henman's wounds were under control bobby continued to get agitated believing that there was no way out from here he said if if he like he didn't know what to do so after agonizing over what to do and like speaking to manson multiple times like he knew if he took him to the er that he was probably going to get in trouble mm-hmm. so he didn't um the only thing he thought could think to do was kill gary Political piggy was written in Hinman's blood across the wall in an attempt to convince cops that the Black Panthers had been involved and instigate that, you know, Manson's impending race war. Right. Um, According to San Diego Union Tribune, Hinman was tortured for several days before ultimately being stabbed to death.
0: Damn, I didn't know all that. I didn't know he was, like, tortured.
1: Yeah. And all Bobby admitted to was stabbing Hinman in the chest two times, only after pleading not guilty. But how? Like, you just... You said I just stabbed him twice. But I didn't, I'm not like, guilty. Didn't want to kill him. Like, <laughs> so that was that was my half. And I hinted on, you know, you know, Tate murders, but Fluff is gonna tell you more about that. Yes.
0: Okay, so the beginning of my notes, um, I have a little bit of kind of what you said about um pelter skelter and things. So um the family developed into a doomsday cult. Um, which Slam and I talked a little bit about our on our cult episode yeah. about you know, they have this, their whole, like, running thing is, like, the apocalypse is coming and, like, that's how they scare people, like, into following them or committing heinous it's, acts. Yeah. Um, so Manson was convinced that there would be an apocalyptic race war between America's black population and the white population. He feared black people would rise up and murder all the white people but the Manson family. They're which, exempt from it. I don't know why they would think they are exempt oh, yeah, from it, me but I don't know. This whole thing is just like batshit it crazy. Is. So um, he called this doomsday scenario Helter Skelter after the song on the Beatles' White Album. He became obsessed with the album, believing that the Beatles were sending secret messages to him through the lyrics. Which so just fucking bananas. bananas. I'm sure they're not my guy. Like, <laughs> I'm not, they're not doing they're that. They're not doing that. No, <laughs> no. Um, So, while the race war would be raging on, Manson and his family would survive in the desert and come in into the end of the war to save the city of Los Angeles. And, like, what, Manson would just be God, essentially? Manson believed his family couldn't survive on their own, so they needed him to rise up and be their leader, and so that they could survive to the end of the race war, where Manson would rise up and be the leader of L.A., and all would be Nirvana. That's a direct quote. That's that insane. That is, yeah, crazy. Extremely
1: insane. And like, I get that you did drugs and like a lot, but th- that is just your brain's fucked up. Like, drugs didn't do that. It fueled it's it. Just amazing, but it didn't.
0: That he convinced other people to that do, this was, was what's yeah gonna. This happen. is fact. This is what's gonna happen. That's insane. Because if to you me. told me that, I'd be like. But again, like I mean, I'm not under the influence of that's drugs. That's true. So I I've mean, never done LSD. So yeah. <laughs> don't plan on don't, that. Don't want to. No, but it's just crazy to me that he could have that much influence and power um, over group over of people. other people. Yeah. So now we'll talk about the Sharon Tate murders, which is really sad. So and this kind of gets gnarly. So trigger warning: murder, pregnancy, baby loss yeah. things like that. So super tr- sad shit. Trigger, trigger, trigger. Um. So on August ninth, nineteen sixty nine, an eight months pregnant Sharon Tate. Had some friends over to her house on CeeLo Drive where um, Mulcher used to live. Yeah. Which is crazy to me because he knew Mulcher didn't live there anymore. So like this these murders. And then, I mean, it was even in my notes too. Like he knew. Yeah, these murders were just completely senseless. Yeah. Like why? It makes me so angry. It For makes no me reason. so angry. So Sharon Tate had some friends over to the house on CeeLo Drive where she and her husband, Roman Polanski, lived together. Polanski was away in another country, so Sharon was spending the night with her friends, Abigail Folger, um, and I'm so sorry, I don't know how to pronounce this German name, Wojciech Frawowski, and j C Sebring. So, in the late hours, when the house was asleep and under the directions of Charles Manson, Tex Watson, Susan Atkins, Linda Kasabian, and Patricia Winkle entered the Tate residence, which, like you said, formerly the Melcher residence, um, and was ordered to destroy everyone in it as gruesome as they could. What the that, fuck? Again, Air Bunnies. That's a direct quote. Did you call them Air Bunnies? Air Bunnies. I've never heard that. That's adorable. <laughs> air, bunnies. air Bunnies. So, before they entered the house, they ran across Stephen Parent, who was visiting the caretaker of the property to buy a radio parent was leaving the property like this pisses me off so much too he was leaving it had nothing to do with nothing. nothing he was leaving in his let him vehicle. Leave. he was stopped by tex who swung a knife at him and then shot him four times in the chest and abdomen for why? what why for what it just Not for nothing for nothing yeah the group then gained entrance to the house by cutting a screen off of a window. Adkins and Krenwinkel were led in through the front door by Tex and Kasabian and were told to go to the end of the driveway to keep watch. Tex encountered a sleeping Farkowski, when, who he woke up by kicking in the head, which... Again, rude. why? Rude. Yeah, <laughs> rude as fuck. <laughs> That's rude as fuck. Um, like, Christ, you, could,
1: you already knew you were going to kill him. You could have at least woken him up nicely.
0: I guess, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know because I've never gone to somebody's house to murder them. I like, mean, how no, you would wake I them up. I don't either. Like, um
1: you see can,
0: can you wake up wakey, like, wakey. There's some wakey
1: <laughs> we're gonna do some murdering oh why ew, did i do like
0: wicked that's even like more frightening though like to do it nice so i guess i don't oh, know how okay do. yeah maybe so he kicked him in the head to wake him up varkowski asked him who he was and what he was doing there and Tex responded air bunnies i'm the devil and i'm here to do the devil's business which is, like, condescend, like, it's a contradiction because, like, are you the devil or are, or are you, you doing, doing the devil's, devil's business? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I never said these people were smart. So they're, they're, they're not. They're not smart. We're doing a really good job on the couch, by the way. Yeah, that couch is looking nice. <laughs> <laughs> so, Adkins found the other occupants of the house and text tied Sharon Tate and J.C. bring together by their necks with a rope <sighs> and why? then slung the rope from the ceiling beams. Oh my gosh! Yeah, this gets this gets gnarly. Just trigger warnings. When Sebring told him not to be so rough with Sharon because she's pregnant, Tex shot him and stabbed him seven times. Wow, that's Fry a house. little too much. I know it's it's the whole, the whole thing, thing is, is too much. overkill. Yeah, it's just overkill, and it's pointless. I mean, <laughs> Completely. all murder know, is but senseless but and pointless. It is, but, but this was like literally like these people were just in the wrong house at, at the, the wrong, wrong time. time. And but it but they, me he off. knew that the And he knew the, that. Yeah. He knew the person that he was really pissed at wasn't, wasn't even in the there. house. And it, it makes me so angry. Because Sharon was beautiful. She was. And she, I just she was eight months pregnant. I mean, at that point, you have your nursery set up and you're waiting for like, the yeah. baby, and like you have names picked out. Like, it breaks my fucking heart. Yeah, that's terrible. So Frankowski and Folger. Fought like hell for their lives, which way to fucking. Yeah. Good for them. Folger was taken to a nearby bedroom. She fled and was chased by Krenwinkel. Folger was stabbed by Krenwinkel in text a total of 28 times. Folger cried out for them to stop stabbing her. She said, you've got me. I'm already dead, which is heartbreaking. That is 28 times, 28 times for what? Frykowski was bound with a towel and managed to free himself. He and Atkins got into a fist fight, which I really hope Frykowski got some, like, really good hits on tags. Oh, like, I really hope he fucked his face <laughs> up.
1: <laughs> he deserved
0: every single bit of it. Yes. Um, resulting um, with Atkins stabbing him in the legs, which is just dirty. That's just dirty. Yeah. Frykowski continued to flee. But Tex pistol-whipped him multiple times in the head, shot him, and then stabbed him multiple times. He pistol-whipped him. Not that... I always feel weird saying... They're doing too much. Yeah. But no, not it's Not that overkill. they should be doing anything at all, but, like, that's too much. It's overkill. It, it was totally unnecessary. He pistol-whipped him so hard that the grip of the gun broke off. Can you imagine too, getting much, hit that hard? Yeah. How much force that would take.
1: That's, and, like, you, you have to have some anger behind that to... But like, why? Who why, are you mad at? You don't even know these people. They just like
0: hopped up on drugs. Like it's just the drugs, which is just, drugs are bad. And okay? kids are bad. Kids <laughs> don't do drugs. So Sharon begged for the life of her unborn child. Oh my God, this breaks, I, can't I know hear. this is like so, this is trigger, 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 trigger. She told them to just take her hostage and let her live the next few weeks in order to give birth, and then they could kill her. Can I can't even imagine being in that position to like argue that with somebody. Me That's just it's heartbreaking. Unfortunately, they didn't listen. And, uh, hold on. (laughs) My notes are all fucked up, which is probably, probably good. Okay. Um, so it was unclear if Sharon was killed by Atkins or by Tex, but she was stabbed 16 times. It was reported, and this is, this is the saddest thing, but I had to put it in here because it just, it's sad and it was her dying words so i just feel like they had to be included I mean, she deserves that but it's reported that she cried out for her mother as she died which i hate i, I hate, hate that, that. too
1: because you're i mean not that you can't need your mom when you're grown but like she's not little little kids do that like yeah but in that moment she, wants, she just wants her mom Ugh, it's sad so take just
0: rip my heart out i know so as they were leaving, Tex told the women to leave a sign, something witchy, air bunnies, behind. Adkins used Tate's blood to write "pig" on the front door. That ain't witchy. No, I I don't even know what they meant by that. I don't either. So, but that ain't it. Nope, that's not that's not the way. The bodies were found the next morning by the housekeeper. But like, could you fucking imagine? <laughs> could you even? bet imagine? you should wasn't a housekeeper for very long no, after that. Long for work. I'd be resigned. Like I should have
1: called off today.
0: Yeah. Uh, the bodies of Frykowski were found on the front lawn and Tate and Sebring were in the living room, still connected together by the rope. Sharon Tate was only 26 years old. Like I said, beautiful, beautiful, very, very beautiful. beautiful, pregnant, had everything to give to the world. I mean, she was an incredible actress. Like I, it makes me so sad. She had her entire life to live. Yeah. Jay Sebring. Senseless. Yeah. Jay Sebring was 35 years old. Frykowski was 32 years old and Abigail Folger was only 25 and it just it's so sad they're so little they're babies they are the Manson family weren't identified as prime suspects until four months later like they had no idea who would have who would have done that
1: yeah because it was they had no ties to these people no no it was just because they lived in the house random
0: yeah they just happened to have the house that Mulcher had yeah and it's completely senseless okay so now we'll move into more murder and mayhem at the la Bonka, the la Bianca murders so on august 10th 1969 manson and six family members leslie van Houten, patricia krenwinkel susan atkins Lin- linda kasabian and tex watson drove around looking for prospective murder victims which is the most terrifying it's- thing ever like when i hear like i just listened to a podcast about um the hillside stranglers okay yeah and they would just cruise Sunset Drive, just looking for people to kill. Like,
1: can you even imagine? Can, like cars driving past you. Hey, she looks good. Yeah, just random. That's and like serious thing. And I, I, don't, I don't know, because like the psychological thing aspects of this is what gets me on a lot of stuff, and mm-hmm. I think with you too. But like, what, what makes you pick somebody? Like we know, like Ted Bundy had things that he was into that he, you know what I mean, yeah. picked his victims. But like, I don't know. Like, what do you? Do you just? Hey, they look
0: good, but yeah. why? Like yeah. what is
1: the reason? Why'd you pick them?
0: It just depends on the day. Like with them, it was it was so random. They they killed white women, they killed black women, so there they killed was no children, they type. killed Yeah, they didn't have a type. It was just whoever they were feeling that day. And like everybody's heard of the Hillside Stranglers. Yeah. But like I didn't know how fucking insane they were. Like insane. We'll have to cover them. I don't think yeah. really, it like think Toy Box Killer. Ugh but like now there's two of them. Like two dudes. No, thank you. No, it's awful. It was awful. Anyway, maybe we'll cover them. I don't know if I can handle uh, that yeah, one. It was enough a to too. listen to. Yeah. So anyway, they were cruising for people to kill, which is terrifying. The neighboring, hum- let's see, hold on, I lost my place. Um, they so they found a neighborhood where they had attended a party the year before, <laughs> which been here before. So I'm gonna pick this place. Yeah. The neighboring home belonged to Leno LaBianca and his wife, Rosemary, who owned a successful grocery company. Manson said he joined the group that night because the night before, he felt like there was not enough panic, air bunnies, with the victims. How did you not torture these people enough? That's Not enough panic? They, they didn't cause they, enough they, chaos and panic with the Sharon Tate murders. So Manson wanted to come along to, like, scare the shit out of these people more. Before they kill them. Like they, they were looking for people to kill. So it's just, he's evil. Very That is the, just evil. So everyone that was there that night has a different story of what happened. So the exact details of what happened that night aren't clear, but Manson claims he went to the home alone. Then he returned to get Watson. They entered the residence, tied up the couple with a lamp cord and put pillowcases on their heads. Man, and this is, like, the sickest thing. And, like, a lot of, like, other serial killers do this. Like, they tell them, I'm not going to hurt you. I just want this. I just want that. Yeah. And then you're going to be fine. Manson told them he wouldn't hurt them as long as they did what he wanted. And he just wanted their money. But he knew he was going to kill them. He knew the whole time he So to it's him. just, like, more just, like, psychological logical, torture. Yeah.
1: And I hate that. Thinking that you're going to be okay when he knew all along that they weren't. Right.
0: So they took... Sorry, my butt hurts. <laughs> um thank you thank you for building me that couch <laughs> um here i got this for you
1: <laughs> <laughs> to <kill. laughs>
0: they took rosemary uh to gather all of the money around the house and then they returned her to the bedroom uh van Huten and krangwinkle then entered the house with orders to kill the couple manson said he then left the house for the group to carry out his orders watson began stabbing leno several times when Leno cried out for him to stop stabbing him. And he said something similar to Folger. So it's, it's really eerie. He said, I'm dead. I'm dead. Like, telling like, him to stop. stop. So Rosemary heard her husband's screams and began to fight back. And she's a bad bitch. Like, <laughs> bad bitch Rosemary alert. was a bad bitch. So she began to fight back against Krenwinkel and Van Houten. She began swinging the lamp that was attached to her. And That's was hitting smart. them, yes, was hitting them with the lamp. Um, but she begged for her life, saying that they could take anything they want and she wouldn't call the police. Van Houten testified at trial that the more Rosemary said police, the more it made her panic because drugs. <laughs> yeah. So she held Rosemary down, and Krenwinkel stabbed her in the neck, but the knife bent. Like, can you Holy imagine? Shit. Can you even fucking imagine? So Watson came in to help, and he let the girls use his knife because he's a gentleman like that. Like here, girls, take my. Here, knife.
1: girls, this is, you can use this. No, one.
0: fuck that. Fuck him. He's a fucking piece of shit. Sheesh, Edward. Sorry, I hate this. I hate everything about this. All the things. All we the hate. things is awful. Um, Rosemary was stabbed forty-one times. The f- for for what? For what? i know it's awful and i'm not like saying hey go kill someone this way but i feel like if you pick the right
1: spot like once is enough yeah you don't need to do it 40 40 more times overkill
0: overkill krenwinkel then carved war into leno's stomach and left a carving fork sticking out from his stomach and let the knife stay in his throat leno was stabbed 26 times
1: jesus
0: in the living room they wrote death the pigs and rise on the refrigerator they misspelled this is how stupid these people are they misspelled helter skelter like they're that's poor your tagline like, <laughs> that's your thing <laughs> that, that's your jam and you
1: don't even know <laughs> how to
0: spell it they like spelled it like helter Skeeped it was something stupid and like the police are like what the fuck oh, is that what's that even supposed what's to that say what's all right so now we're going to the investigations Initially, after the Tate murders, the caretaker, William um, Garrison was suspected because he was the only one alive at the scene when the police arrived. Which Where were you, homeboy? Huh Dude Man only wanted to sell a radio. Like, that's the only thing he wanted to do that night. So I feel that's bad it. for him. That's it. But at least he lived, I guess. So, But he was released after he passed the uh, passed polygraph. Um, but here's the fun fact about our friends at the LAPD. Oh god. Because we love the LAPD. They're fantastic. They're great. The best. They were insistent that the Tate murder was the result of a drug transaction. Like gone wrong. I'm just gonna leave that. Please don't ever let me die in LA. I'm just (laughs) (laughs) don't go to LA inside. Don't do that. No. Um so because of the lack of communication between the sheriff's department and the police department. Each of the murder investigations led to separate dead ends. So they each went down their own rabbit hole and And, got nowhere. Yeah. They Um, didn't find Wonderland. No, they did not. If it was not for the continued criminal activity of the Manson family, they might not have been They probably
1: wouldn't have even gotten caught. Yeah,
0: which is scary. That's super scary. So it was just like, thank God they were such fucking idiots. So that they did get caught. So that they could get caught. Yeah. How are we doing on time? I'm going to stop Okay. Right. Hey! Hey! We're back. Okay, so if it not had been for the continued criminal activity, they would not have gotten caught. The Manson family had gone to Death Valley to start digging their hidey hole. Oh, here comes the hidey hole. Um their Don't bush- you wait, wait, don't you think they should have dug the hidey hole first? Yeah, that's like their whole thing. Like that's I would've where made going. sure my hidey hole was safe. Like, before go- you initiate the race war. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you would think Yeah, before I like get shit going, I wanna know I got somewhere to go. Right. No, they're not that smart. No, no, clearly. No. So they started to dig their post-apocalyptic hole in the ground where they would wait <laughs> out the race war. That I don't know, I don't, that was in I don't my know why that wasn't funny. Post-apocalyptic hole in the ground. In the ground. TM, trademark. Yeah. Um. So they were certain they had just started the race war. So they're like, okay, we got to go dig this hole. They <laughs> like, like it's something that can just be done that fast. Yeah, like, oh, we're fit. safe now. <laughs> Like, how big of a hole is it? like. <laughs> they have to hide their entire family in this fucking hole. I can't sorry, possibly take just... that long, right? Oh. I don't know. I fucking hate the man's family. <laughs> oh. Okay, so they burned machinery belonging to the Death Valley National Monument because they are continue to be pieces of shit. This burning led to the raiding of Death Valley ranches by police authorities because they're stupid. Because they're dumb. Yeah. They found multiple stolen vehicles on the property and made multiple arrests. Um, how do we say his name? Bobby. Bobby Doodle. Bobby <laughs> um, his girlfriend, Kitty, was arrested. Her name would be Kitty. Yeah, Her name is Kitty. Yeah, it's Kitty. Uh, with the Manson family at the ranch. So she started telling police about Manson wanting a bodyguard to protect himself from a motorcycle gang. And also informed detectives that Adkins was involved with the Hinman murder that her boyfriend was arrested for. Bobby. Which he did. Bobby fucking noodle. Bobby noodle. Stabbed him. Yeah. So, Susan Atkins goes to jail, and she starts bragging to her bunkmates about all the details of the Tate murder, and admitted to be involved in the Hinman murder. Big dumb. These confessions are what alerted and jump-started the investigation into the Manson family for the murders that took place at the Sharon Tate house, and would later connect them to the LaBianca murders as well. Well, I'm
1: glad they're dumb.
0: Yeah. So, I'm glad... Susan Atkins sang like a bird in prison. So after a collection of physical evidence from the crime scene, um, I, I wrote text instead of text. <laughs> Sorry, like you, you, half the it. words in mine were <laughs> misspelled. Um, so they collected DNA and shit from Tex and Krenwinkel. Um, they found the unique twenty-two caliber high standard revolver with the broken grip that was found on the property near the Tate residence. They found like the resol- the revolver part at the ranch and they're like well (laughs)
1: Well, (coughs) here we go
0: puzzle piece fits right um so watson kasabian and krenwinkel were all arrested for the tate and LaBianca murders warrants were not issued for atkins or mansion because they were already in custody because they're fucking garbage human beings and can't stay out of trouble trash humans so the trail no the Uh. trial um, the trial began on June 15th, 1970 against Manson, Watkins, Atkins and Krenwinkle. They were being charged with seven counts of murder and one count of conspiracy. Van Hutton was charged with two counts of murder and one count of conspiracy and Cassabian in exchange for immunity, which I hate. I hate when they do that. I hate, I hate that.
1: it. I mean I I, I, I get, get they it, need it, but like but I hate it. I hate it.
0: Um, so in exchange for immunity testified for the prosecution to explain the events that occurred during each crime, because I think Kasabian, I don't know that she really did it, Not that it, just no Justifies that's any. okay but and she still is a piece of shit and well, should be in jail fell over um but i don't think she actually participated in the murders like at the tate house i do think she was standing outside watching for like but, people yeah. but she was still there and knew what was, what was happening. happening and so didn't she, try to stop it right so she's still a hot piece of garbage yeah. but i think at the la bianca murders and i read this in another article i just didn't put it in my notes that she um was there and like they made her stab um, Rosemary LaBianca yeah. and like she's like but I didn't stab her to kill her I just like stabbed her a little bit in the legs like, that's where still I- stabbing but I'm like you still stabbed a fucking human being yes I don't care if it was with a fork <laughs> so anyway if anyone was to get immunity I guess that's I mean at least it wasn't Manson or Tex or like somebody that was like highly involved yeah and that sounds horrible to say because I don't think any of these pieces of garbage should have gotten immunity no I don't either but at least it was but at was- least they have the events of that night And whatever. So, Manson was permitted to act as his own attorney, which I would have loved to see. I would have loved to see that. Seems smart. Great idea Um, they had there. However, after several violations of misconduct, surprise, surprise, that permission was withdrawn. (laughs) (laughs) So, then he decided to carve a fucking A in his forehead in objection to the withdrawn permission but why Uh, for why but why (laughs) what purpose does that serve my guy yeah so manson family members were acting out on the outside davy wilden against the prosecution. oh yeah they definitely were wilden so for example barbara hoyt um who was going to testify for the prosecution was lured to hawaii by a family member and given lethal doses of lsd she was able to reach the hospital in time, though, before the drugs could kill her. That is insane. Yes. Another witness that was threatened was Paul Watkins. He was severely burned in a suspicious fire in his van. That's it? Like. He was supposed to testify for the prosecution. But, like, they just called it, uh, this was a suspicious fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This fire is suspicious in this van. <laughs> So the trial was a lively one with many disturbances and an outburst made by Manson. Oh, gosh. One more notable one was when Manson and the judge got into an argument <laughs> and Manson lunged forward. Can I just. Should I
1: get a time machine? Can we just go I back? Did, I just, just want to watch it. it.
0: Um, Manson lunged at the judge and screamed, Someone should cut your head off. <laughs> in response to. Um, oh, so in response to that, to him doing it to the judge, the <laughs> Manson woman women began chanting in Latin. Can you even fucking imagine? <laughs> First of all, how do you uh, know Latin? <laughs> Y'all are dumb as they fuck. Can't they can't even spell Holder They can't even you can speak Latin? So once the prosecution finished their case, it was the defense's turn. But like, surprisingly, what? the defense just rested their case. <laughs> That's the, what I'm else can like, you do? Nah. They, they didn't. Nah. Like, I, I ain't got nothing to say. So the Manson women began to protest, saying that they wanted to testify, and all of the attorneys were called into the judge's chamber. The defense was strongly opposed to having the women testify, because they're fucking (laughs) insane. Yeah. um, Because they felt they were still strongly under the influence of Manson, and that they would take all of the blame in their testimonies, and that Manson would get off. Yeah. The judge ordered that the right to testify was still their right. So... When Erica. Atkins took the stand, her attorney refused to question her. He was just like, no, I'm not going to do it. I have nothing to ask her. So Manson took the stand the next day, and he testified for over an hour. And what I would pay to see that Yeah, like what craziness. What did you say for an hour? The jury took a week to deliberate, which I thought was kind of surprising. That's a long yeah, time. That's a long that's time. A long time. Um, but they came to a verdict, and they were all found guilty for all of the charges and were all sentenced to death. Uh, with the ruling of the Supreme Court in 1972, though, all the death sentences were commuted to life imprisonments because California does not have the death penalty. Dumb. So here's some aftermath. Manson died in prison in 2017 from cardiac arrest. He was 83 years old. Why well, did people like off. that live so know, long? It pisses me off that he was 83 because Sharon Tate was only 26. 26. So it makes me super And like angry. how
1: old were her of kid have been? You know what I mean? Right,
0: like- right. Um, Susan Atkins died in 2009 while serving her sentence. She was 61. So not as long. So that's good. Um, Patricia Krenwinkel is currently serving her life sentence at the California Institution for Women in Corona, California. She has been denied parole 14 times. I would quit asking at that point. Yeah. (laughs) But she has another parole hearing next year in 2022. So I'm sure she'll get denied again. (laughs) Leslie Van Houten has been denied parole 22 times. (laughs) y'all are so dumb yeah. like, the latest time she was denied was last July in 2020 she's 71 years old and is being housed at California Institute of Women which that's strange that they're in the same place that is weird I would think, think that I was thinking they would that separate them Charles Tex Watson is currently serving his life sentence at the Richard J. Donovan Correctional Facility in San Diego he's been denied parole 17 times Bobby Noodle <laughs> began serving his 30-year-plus sentence in 1970. He is housed at the California Medical Facility in Vacavaville, California. Linda Kasabian was granted immunity excuse me for being the key witness to the prosecution, and she left California after the trial.
1: I mean, I would have too, but she should have been in jail. Yeah, so. she should
0: have been. Uh, the Tate residence has since been demolished and a new mansion built in its place. Um, and fun fact, the current owner has been on an episode of Ghost Adventures claiming that his new house is haunted by the ghost of Sharon Tate, which would be a really interesting that would be tr- uh, paranormal for us to for do. The, sure. um, the Bianca house is still a private residence and it was on the market last in 2019. And a little fun fact about another notable family member, Lynette Squeaky from. Um, who was arrested in 1975 for attempting to assassinate President Ford? <laughs> <It's> like what? <laughs> Fucking insane! For, for why? She just—that's just what she wanted to do today. Yeah. Uh, she was granted parole in 20. Oh, sorry. Yeah, 2008, 2008, <laughs> 2008, 2008, and released 2009, 2009, 2009. She moved to New York with her boyfriend where she lives in a house decorated with skulls. They're so, probably
1: real. They're probably real. <laughs>
0: um, so I'll leave you with a quote from <laughs> This is a fucking doozy, I'm sure. It is. So in a 2019 interview, this is what she said about Mansion. Was I in love with Charlie? Yeah. And I still am. Insane. <laughs> wow. That's. That's a lot. I feel like she should still be in jail. I feel like she's <laughs> she's not scary. well. She's not, not well. well, at no. all. She's not doing no, good. No, not at all. Not good so, for Squeaky. No. <laughs> well, her, I mean, her name is Squeaky, so there's that. But that is Charles Manson. Yes. So that that's was, our first big cults case. Yay!
1: In our first episode back, and it was in cool. our
0: first episode back, and it was alive. It was, yes. Um, but we do have a comment from Snooch. She said earlier. Um, She posted, I think it's like from a news article. It says Breaking the attorney for Brian Laundrie, missing woman Gabby Petito- Petitos, mm-hmm. fiance, released the following statement Friday evening Be advised that the whereabouts of Brian Laundrie are currently unknown. The FBI is currently at the laundry residence removing property to assist in locating Brian. As of now, the FBI is looking for both Gabby and Brian. That is fucking bananas. That's insane. Do you
1: think that he did some shit and then just like now they're going to find like he went and killed himself somewhere? Probably.
0: Which or I hate because he should, if he did do he something, he should just, t- like, he needs to be punished for it. He does. It. And he I feel like totally that's does. the easy way out. It
1: is. It's the coward's way out. Yeah. For sure. Not that you should commit crimes that you need to escape from, but yeah, or like I don't know, I don't know. What if like I don't know because now I have all these scenarios. I I'm know. Like, what if some crazy ass shit happened and he like got away like real fast in the van and then like some people came and like searched him down and now and, found and him and old. took him.
0: That would be more interesting. That would be more interesting.
1: Also scary. It is scary, but more but I hope also that that not not that I hope that that's what happened. No, no, absolutely. but yeah. I hope
0: that none of this happened. I do too, but like, like unfortunately, sense, it.
1: Did. I I kind of hope that he's not guilty and that he didn't do anything to her. Yeah. And that there's something else that we don't know yet. Or, like,
0: some sort of... I mean, at this point, I don't know that there's a logical explanation for when no. a woman disappears. So, I I and don't we'll know. We'll see what
1: unfolds, I guess. Yeah.
0: But, yeah, we'll definitely keep you updated about um, the Gabby case because it's super sus. Yeah. <laughs> the I, whole thing. The whole thing is sus. Um, But there's not a lot out right now, I don't think, so... Um, maybe in the coming months, if more information come out, we can cover that case as well.
1: Um,
0: but I don't have any other true crime things that I've, I mean, we put up the last episode we put up back in July was just an update on, um, the Kristen Kristen Smart case. Um, and I think that trial or something happened last month, so I haven't gotten any updates. So I don't know if anything happened or not, but we'll keep you updated on that. Um, is there any... Oh, the dating game killer died. Oh, you told me that. You yeah, text me it me Yeah, it was, like, back in July. But, like, yeah, this summer he died. How, so. Was he old, too? He was, like, in his 70s, yeah. The fuck? Yeah, I really hate it. Me, too. There's something wrong. There. Yeah, but at least he's dead, and the yeah. world is the rid world of him. Is rid- yeah, he's no longer a thing. So, that's what's going on in the true crime world. Um... But yeah, thank you so much yes. for being with us and watching and we're happy to be back. We're happy to be back. Yes. So if you're listening to this on Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast, make sure you go to our Facebook page. There's some horrors in this house um, and like it for yeah. one thing. And then you friends. can see our faces during this episode. <laughs> Lovely, beautiful faces. So, thank you so yes, much for thank being you. here. And we're going to record next week's episode now. Woo! And we're trying to get back on yes, a normal. It's so hard. We just had so much stuff going so on much. this summer. Like, so much. moving and new jobs and just new adventures. New life. Adventures, yeah. So, so. But now, kids are back in school. It's Fall kind of, Ish. even though it's like eighty degrees outside.
1: And, uh, I, I, when I left, I'm like, should I wear shorts? Is it too? I'm like, oh no, it's warm enough. For yeah, shorts. it's
0: super hot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it, now it's fall and things are kind of evening out. So I think we can record more. Yeah. I so,
1: hope so. Anyway, that was fun. That was fun. Yay! Yay I'm
0: back. Woo! Back.
1: Okay, so we don't have anything else. No business. No business.
0: Nope. Maybe We're we'll good. have business next maybe, time. Maybe we'll have business on the next episode. Probably. So, what's our tagline? Or our outro? I forget. <laughs> should we? Have, should, keep calm. Oh, oh, yeah. So. so. <laughs> <laughs> that ruined it. Yeah. So, we invite you to keep calm. And spook on.
1: Bye. Bye.